Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of My Little Globe. First things first, I didn't mention it in my last episode, but My Little Globe has an Instagram page now. It's called My Little Globe underscore podcast and uh, you can follow the page to see visual content on uh, the episodes and to be always up to date. I post pictures that are related to um, my episodes there and I would be happy to have you as a follower. So uh, click on that button and uh, yes, let's get into today's episode. For today, I chose the wonderful topic, happiness. Now, what is happiness? And there we start struggling already because every one of us has a different picture for happiness. So the first thing I did was to research on that word. What does happiness really mean? According to the Cambridge Dictionary, happiness is the feeling of being happy. Huh. Hmm, not really what I was looking for. So I went on and I looked for the word happy. The Cambridge Dictionary responded that being happy means feeling, showing, or causing pleasure or satisfaction. Huh, well, interesting, especially the part of causing pleasure, but mm, still not what I was looking for. So I kept on researching. I went to the Merriam-Webster dictionary where there are two main definitions for happiness. 1a. Happiness is a state of well-being and contentment. Or 1b. Happiness is a pleasurable or satisfying experience. Now, I liked the Merriam-Webster definitions far better than the Cambridge dictionary definitions. But still somehow, this is not what happiness is to me. And I think it's very, very hard to put um, a definition of happiness in uh, such few words and to find a definition of happiness that will be valid for everyone. Because the interesting part about happiness is that everyone defines it very, very differently. And this is what I want to talk about today. I think one big reason for our different um, interpretations and views on happiness is the linguistic one. Um, what I want to say here is that there are no different words um, to express happiness in the sense of this long-term um, life-fulfilling happiness that we're all striving for in a way that is always kind of planned for the future. Um, and some people, of course, um, have achieved it already. But there is no other word um, for this small happiness, you know, the happiness that happens every day because it does, but there's just no other way to express it. Which is, I think, the reason why um, we get it mixed up in our heads. And uh, 
why our definitions of happiness um, can be so, so different. Now, I'm a big fan of living that small, let's call it short-term happiness um, every day, because I think um, in the long run, it can uh, make you happy in a bigger sense. So what I want to say here is that the little things can really make us happy um, in the long run too, at least while we're waiting for or working on that huge happiness that we're striving for in terms of our career dreams or family plans or whatever. Um, so until we get there, um, uh, I think we should just live the daily happiness more often and just recognize it and see it because I have the impression that we tend to ignore those little things or just not to see them um, as worthy. So we don't think that those little things can be a reason to be happy. On the other hand side, we're quite talented at um, letting one single bad thing um, be the reason for our sadness or even um, depression in a way maybe. So most of the times we tend to have one problem, a small one, a big one. Sometimes it's two problems or I guess the usual amount of problems will be uh, between one and three. Okay, if you just count the things that currently bother you, you mostly can break them down to three basic things, which compared to the rest of our life is uh, very little, right? Because there's so many other things and components in our lives um, that three things are just not much. I mean, of course, I'm not saying even one problem can be big enough to bother you and to uh, be the reason to make you sad. But on the other hand side, we just tend to put much more weight on the negative things than on the positive things, while the positive things are so much more um, regarding the amount. So why do we never let the positive things weigh as much? Um, so whenever I am not feeling so well and I have some things and issues that bother me, um, I mean, even if it's seven things, but still compared to the rest, it's still um, such a small amount that I always try to remember myself of all the good things. I do allow myself to be sad every once in a while, but I um, do not allow myself to complain um, about these things. Of course, I talk about them with my friends and family, but um, I always want to put emphasis on the fact that I am not complaining about my life because I wouldn't dare to. Um, because I am very blessed with many, many things, even though some things might not work out. And I think this year especially is a very, very weird one for most of us. So most of us will have suffered some consequences of... Um, this year. And the funny thing here is that I had the impression that um, during this pandemic, every one of us um, felt like they are the one who's suffering the most, right? So to me, it felt like they um, just didn't look around anymore. They were just focused on themselves. And of course, every one of us had some things that changed this year. Um, 
I also struggled and I am still struggling, of course. But um, I think uh, especially now it's time to remind ourselves um, to see all of these other things that are still there and that we still have and that can still make us happy, maybe in a different way. And of course, it's not the same. And I do miss certain things that I can't do right now. But um, I think we shouldn't put so much weight um, on the negative things in general. And sometimes I feel like being happy is a question of training. So it's like any sport that you do where you just have to train your muscles and then things get easier. So I think um, this happiness thing is not something you will uh, learn in a day, but it requires some time um, to get the training in seeing the positive things. And uh, a huge part for me of uh, this easiness is easiness even a word? I don't know. Um, so when it gets easier to be happy, it has to do with you smiling more too. I learned that smiling more makes you happy. Um, when I was in Tenerife working as a hotel entertainer, um, I went there at the age of 18 and uh, my boss, so the chief entertainer, wasn't around very much, so he couldn't really supervise what we did. Um, and I was new to this business, and nobody's born as a hotel entertainer. It is something you have to learn, and it is hard work, even if it doesn't look like it. Um, so I was at the beginning, of course, and... Uh, I tried to learn from my colleagues just by watching them because, as I said, the chief entertainer wasn't around as much. Well, after my first two weeks there, we had a meeting and uh, my boss wanted to talk to me after that meeting and he told me that everything he had seen so far um, from me was uh, very bad, like I did a very bad job. And that if that didn't change, he would have to send me home. Um, now that night, I went home in tears. I was crying because I had really done my best and nobody had taught me. So I didn't know how to do better because my boss just uh, hadn't told me. So I had a quite tough first month there. And then one day we had Austrian guests that I did get along with very well. Um, and at that point, of course, I wasn't as close yet with my colleagues and with everyone there. So I felt kind of lo lonely and I got along very well with these guests. And one evening I talked to them and I told them that I wasn't feeling too fine and that it was still difficult for me. Um, and one colleague must have overheard this conversation because that same night, the second chief entertainer called me over and... Uh, asked me how I dared to talk about my personal problems to our guests. Um, he told me that we were not allowed to do this, that um, our guests had their own problems at home and that this hotel and this holiday was supposed to be like paradise for them and that there shouldn't be any problems visible um, to the eyes of our guests. So basically he told me... Um, I don't know, not to be a human being in front of our guests, like not to show my own feelings. 
that was hard of course it was um he told me in a very harsh way and at that point it was very hard for me to hear that and uh, I didn't know how I should do that so I didn't understand how I should just switch off my feelings um, now I was lucky because I was blessed with fantastic colleagues and with the time I learned how um, to do entertainment properly and how to be smiling every day all day long um, until at some point I just got up in the morning with a smile on my face and this was just an automatic thing and it would last the whole day without me thinking um, about it. So I didn't have to think of smiling all the time, but it was just something that happened and uh, I always kept smiling. During that time I also noticed how with the amount of my smiling time, uh, let's put it that way, my happiness rose. So it was directly proportional to each other. So noticing that, of course, I wanted to keep that um, forever. But when I went home and I studied, I had a group of colleagues who were um, a bit more negative about everything. So I realized, okay, I couldn't just stay like that forever. Because the point is, um, in the entertainment, I always had a group of colleagues supporting me or we were supporting each other. So we were all smiling the whole day, but every once in a while, of course, somebody had a bad day, which wasn't a problem because if 11 other colleagues um, are happy and spreading happiness all over the place, they will just take that one person who's in a bad mood with them um, without any problem and cheer them up. Now, the other way around, it's not that easy because if um, the majority of people around you are negative, it's very hard to take them with you because alone you just can't make it. You can't, um, you don't have the power to cheer everyone up and to stay positive yourself. Um, so that can be quite exhausting. But anyhow, of course, I um, kept that smiling thing as far as I could. Um, and I had always been a quite positive person, so um, I had always had a tendency to be smiling a lot and to be happy a lot. But um, I learned so much during my time as an entertainer, and this really helped me for my whole life in a way. Um, so this is why I'm saying that being happy, seeing the positive things and smiling a lot is just a question of training because at the beginning of course it just doesn't seem natural um, but it will certainly make you happy it will truly make you happy at some point but it can be work at the beginning as weird as this might sound that happiness could be something we have to work on The whole smiling thing uh, now reminds me of a story that happened a few months ago when I went to do my shopping in the supermarket. It was still at a time when we didn't have to wear masks and I just did my usual everyday shopping um, when a guy crossed my way and he looked at me and he asked me, why are you smiling? <laughs> and I responded that I always smiled whenever I looked into people's faces. It's just something I did. Um, but looking back, the real answer or the right answer should have been that I didn't have any reason not to smile. 
I mean, it is funny, isn't it? How people、um, have to have reasons to smile. At least in my country, this is really a thing. Like when I sit in the underground, for example, in the subway, and I smile because I always tend to smile. People will probably wonder why I'm smiling, and I think this shouldn't be the case. I think、uh, people should smile more often and maybe、um, rather ask themselves why they can't smile today, or ask other people why they're not smiling if they're not fine. Now, a general thing that I、um, see, or I think I see a lot around myself,、um, is that people tend to mistake contentness for happiness. So I do see a lot of people who maybe would、um, even say they are happy, but I feel like they're not, just because they didn't set themselves such a high level of happiness that they want to achieve, and they're just fine with being fine. For me, being fine would not be enough. Like、um, being fine is okay, but.、Uh, Being fine is not what I want to be. I want to be good. I want to feel great, and I want to be happy.、Um, and sometimes I wonder why other people just、uh, don't seem to feel the same way. And I can only think of two reasons. And the first reason is、uh, that they might not want to leave their comfort zone.、Um, so, for example, in partnerships,、um, in relationships, where I see that they have been together for a long time and they're not happy anymore. But they're fine. Both of them are okay, and、uh, they just tell themselves that this is enough because they don't want to go through、uh, another rough period where you might have to either work on your relationship or break up and build a new one,、um, or live a while as a single, which is not as bad either.、Um, but yeah, I think it's just this comfort zone thing, and the same goes.、Um, With work and everything, so there's a lot of people who just live in their comfort zone, and、uh, they are fine. And if that's enough for them, then I'm I'm happy for them. But it wouldn't be enough for me. So sometimes I look at those people and I wonder how they can、uh, just live like that,、um, even if they're okay, like they're not unhappy, but they're not happy either. And the second reason that I could think of is that maybe some people didn't really experience this、um, extreme kind of happiness, so that's why they、um, go with being okay and being fine because it's already the maximum that they have experienced in their lives.、Um, but striving for happiness always has to do, or in most of the cases, has to do with taking a risk, with、uh, leaving your comfort zone. Uh, with doing things that are not safe. So if you strive for a certain thing and for being happy, and you really want to do something, and you risk a lot, and then you don't achieve it, of course you will suffer a whole lot, and you will be very sad. But I always say that I take that risk, and that I take that sadness for maybe also just a little teeny tiny moment of happiness.、Um, this happened a lot to me. 
um, in relationships, for example, um, with guys that uh, I, for example, get to know someone that I know uh, doesn't have a future with me, but still I will always go for a little time with them and a little happiness, even if I know that afterwards uh, a huge sadness is coming. But for me, happiness is always worth all the other things because otherwise if I don't go and take the risk of being sad afterwards I refuse um, to experience this kind of great happiness. Of course I understand anyone who doesn't want to go that way and says no I, I rather, I'd rather be fine, I'd rather be okay and not suffer as much um, than to be happy for just a short period of time and then to be suffering afterwards. So it's just different kinds of uh, living your life and I will always go for the risky way and for uh, the happiness. So to wrap it up here, I think the three big messages today have been that I think we should try not to make problems weigh so much more than the positive things in life and uh, that smiling can not only make the people around you happy but yourself too so it's really something that um, we should do more often and uh, the third thing is that it is a decision whether we want to go for happiness um, but then we should be aware of uh, the risk that we're taking or whether we go for being fine and being all right and maybe that's the way we want to live our lives um now i wish you a wonderful day make sure to subscribe to that podcast and follow me on instagram under my little globe underscore podcast 